0: Welcome to the Geek Generation. I'm your host, Rob Logan. And Anna is in the studio with me this week. I'm here. We have an incredibly exciting episode for you guys today.
1: We do. I drive a long way to be here, people.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and I was sick, and I canceled, and I made sure I came anyway. So.
0: And we've both been looking forward to this episode for so long. Uh, I don't know. It's been in the works for weeks. Weeks. Or maybe over a month at this point. Probably. Uh, this is the... It was going to be top five, but now it is just the most iconic songs associated with movies. And I feel like we should clarify what that actually means, because people are probably thinking like Star Wars theme, Superman theme, all these other things. Themes are not what we're looking for here. We are looking for songs that are real songs, even if they weren't a part of the movie, even though that's probably not even a 100% true either.
1: There's... Maybe two. Because there are some
0: yeah. Yeah. There are some that were written as themes for movies, but they're legitimate songs. And they
1: were played on the radio.
0: Right. And none of these are instrumental. That's the other thing too. No. It's not like it's part of the score of the movie. It is a song that is associated with the movie and has become an iconic song that you could hear and you immediately think of that movie.
1: Right. So what sort of, I think, sparked this was the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. I think that's what gave us the idea, is now this song is so well associated with this movie already so quickly. So
0: Yeah, Hooked on a Feeling. You heard it in the trailers for Guardians of the Galaxy. You hear it in the movies. The soundtrack has gone on to sell crazy amounts.
1: Oh, my God. I went to buy, you can't buy the single off the soundtrack Mm -hmm. on iTunes. You have to buy the whole album, but you can obviously go to, I forget the name of the band, but you can go to their album right. and just buy the song. Right. And that song has like 38 million downloads because yeah. obviously everybody had the same idea as me. I don't want the whole Guardians of the Galaxy album, so I just <laughs> yeah. went and bought that song and everybody else did that too. And that download number is it's insane. It's insane. completely blown up. They must be getting royalty checks left and right like crazy.
0: Yeah. So based on the popularity of Hooked on a Feeling and how that's associated with Guardians of the Galaxy, we said, well, what other songs throughout history have really connected us to the movies that they're attached to. And we're going to get into our top... I have a top 10, Anna has a top 5. We're going to get... And that's just because, frankly, I have more time on my hands. <laughs> uh, so I had a little more time to put together my list. But... The things that didn't make it on the list, you might be surprised with some of those, and we didn't want to not include them because we still felt that they belonged within being recognized in some form or another. Uh, some of these you might have forgotten over time. Other of these you might not be super familiar with the movie, but we will explain those to you, too. Uh, so I'm going to kick off our ones that didn't quite make the list with a song from a Tim Burton movie that uh, you might recognize right away, even if you don't know the name of it. Do you know what this is from? No. Kiwis oh, DERN. Oh, DERN. Yeah. <laughs> even had the dance floor and everything. Right,
1: right, right. And I just thought of another one that we didn't prep for. So What's now that? I'm mad. Oh, now no. I'm angry. <laughs> what song? Deo from Beetlejuice.
0: Oh. Uh, see, I'm not big on Beetlejuice. Like, oh, I'm not. Stop talking. Not right super, now. super familiar with just it. Just stop though. talking. <laughs> But yeah, tequila was the uh Pee Wee had a whole dance that he really tied around to it.
1: Yeah, you can't really listen to that song and not picture Pee Wee dancing. No,
0: I can't. Right. He had, like what is it, two hands in the front, two hands in yep. the back, and then just <laughs> back and forward. Yep. Did he not do it on a high wire at some point and like sway his pelvis back and forth? Oh I remember God. that being part of it for some reason. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I know he did it on like a bar table. Or yeah, or oh that. okay. Yeah. That makes
0: sense. There was some time when he was like balancing doing it. <laughs> That's all I remember. Um, this next one is from an 80s movie that I saw way too many times because in high school we had two VHS tapes in the video room. One of them was The Breakfast Club and the other one was this movie. And I I think this song's great, too, because if there was any song that I was going to sing based on my voice, <laughs> this is the one.
1: All right, this just makes me think of the Snickers commercial and not... Do you remember the yeah, Snickers absolutely. commercial?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Was it Snickers or was it like Kit Kat or something? I don't remember. It was some kind of candy bar. It was. Yeah, that's what I know this song I don't from. know which
0: one, though. Something with caramel. <laughs> that's all I remember. But this was uh, the scene in Ferris Bueller when they see Cameron's Porsche. Right. Or Cameron's dad's Porsche. Right. And then it just kind of took on a life of its own. <laughs> and now is associated with Ferris Bueller. <laughs> it's great. Uh, I love it. Uh, another one. I was surprised that this did not make your official list. Uh oh. Was very very surprised.
1: Well, it did. Remember the second email I sent you? I was like, I wasn't sure if I should include it or not. Yeah. It was too obvious. I didn't want to like take up space on my top five.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is what your favorite movie? Yeah. Um, well, pretty much. Pretty much. Aside from Die Hard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so-
0: But this one, I can understand why you had the confusion this Because this is almost a theme
1: Right, exactly But
0: it still fits the criteria I mean, it's a standalone song too Right Same time (laughs)
2: Right
0: (laughs) So good uh, this is another one that we included that I was hesitant to play just because it's not good music necessarily. <laughs> it
1: doesn't have to be.
0: And it's old, but uh, you you submitted it as something that definitely should be included because it is something that is parodied throughout pop culture and everything so much now too. From Ghost. This is during the uh, clay sculpting the, scene. Yep, the
1: <laughs> totally lesbian but not lesbian scene
0: lesbian but not oh yeah
1: yeah because it was actually whoopie right yeah
0: but then they replace her even in the video footage so it looks like Swayze right. yeah right it's very odd very
1: weird movie really
0: weird movie I don't know how much of the song All right, so that's, like,
2: enough. <laughs> that's good.
1: they get the
0: point yeah yeah <laughs> uh the next one here is an iconic one that's even come back in a new way It originally was from The Breakfast Club, that other movie that I mentioned was in our video studio, but actually made a resurgence in Pitch Perfect as being one of the climactic songs in that movie. And just like you picture Pee-Wee dancing every time you hear tequila. Yeah. I think every time someone hears this song, you see. Judd Nelson. Oh, yeah. Is Judd Nelson? I
1: think so. Yeah.
0: Walking Away. Yeah. Arm in the Air. Yeah. <laughs>
1: absolutely. This song is so good, too. It's yeah. just a good song. It is a good song. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good song.
0: When it comes to the 80s movies, some of them just come off as totally cheesy. Yeah. But this one kind of stands the test of time.
1: You know, it does. And I actually didn't see it till I was in my 20s. Really? I, I like, missed that whole thing. Wow. I, I didn't watch, like, teenager movies. Like, I didn't... Mm... I don't know. I, like <laughs> never interest. Like I never seen. I've never seen Sixteen Candles. I haven't either. Um, all those I sort of missed, skipped over. But I saw that in my twenties, my late twenties, and mm-hmm. I liked it. Which shows that it's not just a nostalgia thing. It's actually like a good movie. Right. Like everyone's That's always the still. Test. Yeah. Yeah. If you can introduce somebody to that later in life and they like it, then it's a good movie.
0: Everyone still kind of feels those groups. That are created in those labels that people get in high school and everything, so yeah. it is something that happens over and over again. Uh, next song here is from a Disney movie, which I know could have been easy to just, especially Disney in the 90s, had kind of like uh, an artist for every movie right. that kind of wrote the soundtrack for it and kept going. But I always liked the song, even though i had never seen the movie. And in preparation for this, finally just watched it Oh, jeez For the first time I was shocked there See how
1: dedicated he is, people I know,
0: it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I just like the artist himself, anyway I hadn't seen Tarzan oh, prior to this I
1: guess I didn't recognize the beginning of the song yeah, this that movie's good. I like that. Movie.
0: It was good. It felt kind of small. I love because it's all kind of in one location.
1: I love Jane. Yeah, she's so funny. She was good. I love how like clumsy she is and yeah. like not princessy at all. Yeah, yeah, she's hilarious.
0: She was just a girl. And
1: Daddy, they took my boots. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> this is a good song. It is. They actually just like my husband plays in a wedding band, mm-hmm. and this was um. Uh, Father
2: daughter dance. Oh, perfect. Yeah.
1: So he had to like, I'm like, why are you listening to Tarzan? Like, it was random. I get really really random music in my house because he has to like learn all these songs. Yeah. So I'm like, what? I'm listening to Tarzan. And I have a, a I have like a
0: a random nostalgic love for Phil Collins. I think. Oh, he's great. Just growing up, my mom listened to like Genesis and Phil Collins and all that stuff so much. Yeah. That's just one of those things that's kind of implanted in me. Yeah. So hearing him now is the same kind of like reaction. The next one is one that you might not remember. Uh, the movie, it was a movie called Small Soldiers.
1: I never saw it.
0: And the, I song, the trailer. But... The, I, I just like the song so much that I put it in. The song is actually a cover mm-hmm. by Bone Thugs-In-Harmony with Henry Rollins. What? What? <laughs> have you ever heard this?
1: No. Not this version. I have the original the version.
0: The video though. is... And this was when videos were awesome. Yeah. The video, because it's about a, a movie of action figures kind of attacking each other. Right. And like having a war. Uh, so Bone Thugs are in the head of one action figure and Henry Rollins is in the head of another and they're battling each other. <laughs> but you go into the cockpit to see him singing their parts and everything. Oh my God. It's so good. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's a movie probably not a lot of people are even that familiar with at this point. But. And I don't even remember that was like a 90s-ish Late movie 90s, I think
2: yeah.
0: We do have some stuff from this movie later on in our actual countdowns but this movie had like more than one kind of iconic song coming from it I thought. Mm-hmm. So not only do you think of the other song that we'll get to, but you often think of this as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> a little cheap trick. Oh yeah. To Mighty Wings from uh, Top Gun That's right And I don't know this one might have felt Like more of a theme For it
1: Yeah I, I mean I think like when you think the one from The movie you probably think more like the trailer Yeah and so this one was Like in it and it was awesome but yeah. like the Other one was in the trailer right like anybody hasn't Guessed what song we're talking right. about
0: yet <laughs> whatever And if they don't they'll be educated Because that's what we do Love that song. Good song. Uh, the next one you definitely probably have not seen the movie. <laughs> okay. Because it's one of my like one-off weird things that I had to throw the song in just because I like it so much. The movie is the Batman Beyond Return of the Joker animated movie. No. <laughs> but the, uh, the song from it was, uh, from Mephisto Odyssey collaborating with Static X.
2: Ooh.
0: And Static X does not seem like a normal choice that you would have for like a Batman animated movie. But the music video, too, is one of those videos where you have the clips of the movie combined with the artists actually singing. So they had the band and the lead singer, Wayne Static, you know, he had, like, the big hair. Oh, yeah. So they have them standing in the Batcave. Wayne Static has, like, a cloak on that has the Batman Beyond logo glowing on his chest. Nice. But then his big hair, they, like, pushed down the middle and gave ah, him, like,
2: <laughs> nice. like,
0: a Batman cowl almost That's with awesome. his hair.
1: I love... I love Static X. That's yeah. like a guilty pleasure of mine. Oh, I'm I like, love them. Oh, they're great.
0: They're so good. Yeah. So this was like the big song. song. You do? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting.
1: I think it must have been on an album of theirs or something. I, I don't If know it was, song. it was
0: probably like a B-Sides album or yeah. something. Because that was written specifically oh, for... Right.
1: Yeah, no, I know that song. That movie.
0: Yeah. Good song. Another one that we felt must be included, even though people probably do like it, even though it comes off as one of maybe the cheesier... Releases from Aerosmith. Yeah. <laughs> it was it's definitely too bad. <laughs> yeah. It was certainly an iconic
1: Yeah. Oh I mean it defines movie that movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We just watched this again. Yeah. Like a couple of weeks ago. I still cry like a little fucking girl. Really? Oh my god, still. When she sits down at those TV screens yeah. and she's crying and saying goodbye to him. Oh my god. Oh
2: my god. <laughs>
0: And this song has been parodied over and over. Oh, over and over. Even recently, I was playing Saints Row 4. Yeah. And it kind of opens up with you climbing up the outside of a rocket ship. Yeah. And this song plays <laughs> in the background while you're doing that. Yeah. It's so funny.
1: Yeah. that That soundtrack overall to that movie was awesome.
0: Yeah, it was, actually. It was
1: incredible. I have both of them there. Two CDs that came out. One of them was mostly Aerosmith. It was like the actual songs. Mm -hmm. And then the second CD was all the instrumentals. It has one of my um, absolute
0: favorite songs on it, even though I don't recall it being in the movie.
1: Star um, uh, Starseed by Our Lady Peace. Yeah, P. that's is a really it. good song. Yeah, that, the whole album was great, except for maybe that one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: just just if I never heard that song again, I'd be all right.
0: That was the era of awesome. My mom movie wanted that to
1: be my song at my wedding. Oh really? I'm like, mom.
2: <laughs>
1: She's the cheesiest human being alive. She's the kind of, and I love my mother. Yeah, I, lo- I love my mother. But she's the kind of woman that, like, if you make her mad, you can bring her flowers and that makes it okay. Really? Like, she's like such a girl. (laughs) She's just and she's like, but that song's so perfect. I'm like, no, because Mike likes to sleep and totally doesn't miss me when he's sleeping. So it's really not not accurate. It's just not accurate. (laughs) Like he'll he'll see me tomorrow. It's fine. Really.
0: (laughs) Uh, The next one is from a very recent movie and. One of the reasons that the song from it is so important is because I think the music really defined the tone of the movie, Mm -hmm. and the movie itself wouldn't be nearly what it is without this. I don't know if you saw Drive. No. But this was like the real big song that came out of it. I don't know if I'd ever heard of the band, well, Electric Youth I hadn't heard of him before this, no. and this song was in all the trailers. It was during like the climactic scenes of the movie, but the soundtrack itself all has this tone and this feel. Mm-hmm. And what a twisted friggin' movie! Yeah, it really is. It's wow. like super. There's a part that's like super crazy violent. Wow. And you're, it comes out of nowhere. I don't know. It's nuts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and such calming music.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the next one is necessarily a theme for the movie, but it was certainly the one attached most to it, and it enters into a category, and this could be a whole separate show that we could do at some point, of like soundtracks that are better than the movies themselves, (laughs) 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 but this song alone I think is better than the entire movie it represents because it is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life, but the song's good. Little Lincoln Park from the uh, soundtrack for Transformers Two: Revenge of the Fallen.
1: Oh, see, I don't even remember that movie. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't associate the song of the movie. It was I... so
0: traumatic that it. <laughs> I, I
1: fell asleep actually. Yeah. I think, because I couldn't follow what was going on, was so, so I just so I just passed out.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's a New Divide again. It was one of those. Songs that just kind of represented They were selling the movie on it a lot And Linkin Park was really hot at the time So it all kind of worked together Another recent one And another movie I just saw fairly recently uh, From The Secret Life of Walter Mitty Did you happen to see that? No I know this was in the trailers I don't remember how much it was in the movie itself But you probably Heard it around here and there It was from a band called Monsters and Men. The song's called Dirty Paws. I
1: don't think I watch as many trailers as you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: part of what I do. But it just has a very like dramatic it is a movie sounding song, you know?
1: Yeah. You I can just can see it of, being in a trailer. I just thought of another one too. Yeah? Yeah. What's that, that one from um Dan in Real Life.
0: I saw the movie, I think. He,
1: he kept playing the song on the guitar.
0: Is that the Steve Carell movie? Yeah. I don't even know what song it is.
1: Well, I yeah, I'm not good at names off the top of my head. I could Google it.
0: But... Oh, okay. This next one was another debated one because neither of us are a huge fan of it, but it is perhaps one of the most, if we were making a purely objective list- And we were just talking about the most iconic songs from movies. It would have to go on, whether or not you like it.
1: Yeah, you have to give them credit that they created something that lasted and that stuck in people's minds. Right. Yeah.
0: So the movie makes you think of this song. This song makes you think of the movie. Which reminds me, we didn't include Celine Dion at all. Yeah, My Heart Will Go On. Duh. Yeah, that's another one that seems like a no-brainer, but this one is also a no-brainer. (laughs) another song that's gotten a ridiculous amount of parody over the years from the bodyguard of course and i think they actually teamed up for another movie after this if i remember that wasn't nearly as successful but i could be wrong Kind of have to include that one just for sake of whatever.
1: Let my love open the door.
0: Oh. You remember? Yeah.
1: That was like a huge that was in the trailers and then they played it on the guitar. And There's a cover
0: like, of that that's fantastic. I'm yeah. not a huge fan of the original, yeah. but the cover is phenomenal. It was in the the cover was in the newsroom. Um another one from a Pixar movie. This one was actually nominated for an Academy Award, I believe, and I think might have won actually in the year that it was uh nominated. We're coming down to you. From one of the best Pixar movies, I think.
1: I'm probably gonna disagree with you on that. really we don't we don't see eye to eye on Pixar movies, you and I.
0: <laughs> uh, this is Peter Gabriel from Wally.
1: Oh, I did love Wally. Wally was great.
0: This was the big uh, big breakout original song from Wally.
1: See, I would think more of that like Frank Sinatra song from would remind me more of Wally oh, really? The one that he kept watching on TV remember? Oh, okay remember? Yes, I love Wally. <laughs> Another Pixar one that I didn't put on my list, but I did think of, but it didn't count because it was only in the trailer. Okay. It wasn't in the film, but it still to this day reminds me of the movie. Yep. Is um, Baba O'Reilly by The Who
2: mm-hmm.
1: was in the um, Ants trailer.
0: Oh. It was that
1: whole like at the beginning of the song, and the ants were all climbing over the hills.
0: Ants wasn't Pixar. I mean, not ants, Bug's sorry, life. Bugs Life. Yeah. So. <laughs>
1: It re- still, when I hear that song, reminds me of a Bug's Life. But sure. I didn't put it on my list because it's not in the movie. It was only in the trailer, mm. so that was kind of a weird. It one. It is
0: associated with, yeah, because uh, so I, I, think, I mean, it
1: totally like how old is that movie, and it still makes me think of that. Right. So
0: this one I haven't even seen the movie, which is a weird thing. But I've I like never the seen song. The Bodyguard. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't either, actually. Yeah, now, why, that I think why about would it. you?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would because I'm me, but I don't know. Well, it, that's right. Yeah. But this was from a movie called Meet the Robinsons that I never saw. I don't know if it was big or not, but it was definitely kid-oriented. This is Rob Thomas. I think the song might have been bigger than the movie itself. I like it. Where's your heart, Anna? I don't have one. <laughs> I know. You haven't learned that yet. <laughs> <laughs> then you're going to hate my actual top ten. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I was telling if Anna. You, if
1: you want a recommendation of a good date movie, ask Rob and not me. <laughs> Just, yeah.
0: I was telling Anna before we recorded this that uh, I am definitely more of a girl than she is based on the uh, songs that we came up with.
2: Definitely. A couple
0: more before we get into our actual lists. This one, I think you might like. And this is actually the only, I think, one from a Christmas movie
1: Hmm. anywhere,
0: even though we could have easily done a lot of Christmas movies, they just don't enter my brain as much. Right. But this, for me, from any Christmas movie is the one that stands out the most, and I think you might know what it's from. Sound familiar at all? It does
1: sound familiar.
0: It's uh, Annie Lennox and Al Green.
1: What is this from?
0: I know this.
1: <laughs> what is it?
0: It's got one of your Ghostbuster actors in it.
1: What is it? Tell
0: me, Scrooge.
1: Oh yeah.
0: This is the big climactic like turnaround right. scene for Scrooge at right. the end of the movie.
1: Right. Yeah. And since
0: it is one of my like favorite Christmas movies. Yeah. This song has a special place in my heart.
1: <laughs> this is good. I love Annie Lennox. Yeah. She's
0: amazing. I would have never thought like her and Al Green. Yeah. would team up on a song. She can but... team
1: up with anybody though, because she's amazing. Yeah. She during the um the Freddie Mercury tribute concert after he died, mm-hmm. she did uh, "Under Pressure" with David Bowie, and it really? was phenomenal. Wow. Oh my God,
0: it was so good. I would not expect that either. Yeah. Last one here. It is another one that is potentially better than the movie itself. Yeah. <laughs> But, I don't know, maybe it's on the same level. And I think it is one of the better U2 songs, personally. Mm. Even if it is attached to a Batman movie, people might think that would sway my judgment, but I assure (laughs) you it does not.
1: It's not on his top ten.
0: Nope. But you must recognize this, from Batman Forever.
1: Which one was that?
0: That was the third one, the one with Val Kilmer.
1: Okay. See, I think I only saw that once.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. With the Riddler and... Yeah, I think I, think I, I think
1: I saw that in the theater, and that was it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. This is uh, Hold Me, Throw Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. But it definitely has that, like, darker tone that a Batman movie would have, yeah. even though the movie itself had all these neon lights and stuff. Right. Or whatever.
1: Did you see? <laughs> this is totally off subject. There was a cartoon somebody posted on Facebook of Catwoman, Batwoman, no, no Catwoman, some other villain and Poison Ivy, and Catwoman says, I think we lost her, and Poison Ivy's on the ground with Groot, With baby Groot going. And he's like, I am Groot, and she's got like hearts in her eyeballs. She's like completely in love with Baby Groot. Yeah. And like (laughs) Catwoman's just standing there with her hands on her hips and she's like, I think we lost her.
0: (laughs) That makes sense to me.
1: Yeah. It's really cute.
0: Uh we are gonna take a quick break before we get into our top ten and top five and all that stuff. But before we do, just a quick reminder to you, uh if you could and if you would head to our Patreon page where you can help support us. When you get there, you sign up, you choose an amount to donate, and that amount will be automatically donated each month. You can cancel that donation at any time. We highly appreciate whatever you are willing to donate. We ask for a dollar a month if you want to give more. Uh, We appreciate that as well, too. You can do that by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash support. We'll be right back with the actual lists.
1: Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon.
0: Hi, guys. I'm Eddie McClintock. I play special agent Pete Latimer on Sci Fi's Warehouse 13, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. Peace! Okay, we are back, and we are just about to hop into our actual lists of the most Iconic songs associated with movies.
1: Our, well, our preferred.
0: Our preferred. Yeah. Our favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Because
1: Bodyguard and Titanic song might actually be most iconic. Right,
0: right. But screw those. Yeah. <laughs> but we're, but we're right
1: and everybody else is wrong. Exactly. So, yeah. It's
0: all about opinion. Uh So like I said before, I have a top 10 because I have more free time and <laughs> maybe more movie knowledge Uh and Anna has a top five. So Anna will jump in with hers as we get in. I tried to get a little background on some of these songs or maybe some little trivia facts as we go along to kind of help out and like educate people as we go because that's fun. So starting off with number 10, this is from a movie from 1986. There are... I discovered a lot of my songs from 1986 specifically. That's crazy. Not just the 80s, but that one year and yeah. you'll see like three in a row come up later, but that's nuts. I do have a lot of 80s stuff here. Yeah. Must just be the uh kid nostalgia. Well, I think going it's on. that and
1: I think they put more work into the soundtrack in the 80s. I agree. Me and my sisters were discussing how even like until recently, like pretty recently, john williams mm-hmm. you know what i mean like he kind of stopped doing stuff i don't know if he's too expensive but like when's the last time a movie theme stuck in your head after right. you watched the movie like i know um john williams did the first i think two harry potter films yep and then stopped doing it but that that's what you remember absolutely i don't remember the soundtrack from harry potter six because like, it you wasn't can see a teaser memorable. trailer
0: for the movie that has like a little glimmer of magic and you can hear done and you know what it is. Right. And that
1: doesn't happen anymore. New movies don't have the same. They don't, they may just not put the effort into it anymore. I don't know. It's not marketing. Like it's uh, too expensive to get people to do that for them or I don't know why it is, but it seems like movie themes have totally dropped off. I
0: think some people still try for it, but they don't succeed as well, at least on the score aspect. But in the eighties, they wrote about
1: like Jurassic Park. Like, star wars obviously you know
0: it's but in the 80s too i think they hired uh they they wanted more promotion for movies so they hired artists to create themes for movies specifically and i don't think they do that nearly as much anymore now it's like they take a song and they attach it to a movie right instead of really having something custom made right so and i i don't think a lot of these were necessarily custom made although maybe they were
1: well it's a it's interesting to look at it from both ways because I know like one of mine specifically is a much older song than the movie is but mm-hmm. now they're so intertwined right so that's a good that's the its own phenomenon
2: right
0: right and then
1: you have the ones that are written for the movies which are their own phenomenon right. so it's it's interesting on both sides of it
0: yeah so number 10 uh like I said a movie from 1986 this was released as a double A-side single. Hey, remember cassette singles? <laughs>
1: remember that? Hey, kids, we used to have to flip a tape over.
0: <laughs> and sometimes they would sell us a tape that had one song on each side. Yes. Uh, this was released as a double A-side single with Weird Al Yankovic's Dare to be Stupid. I love that song. Which is such a random one that you wouldn't think is associated with this movie. Right. But it also is.
1: I'm, I keep thinking of more. <laughs> While I'm sitting here, I'm yeah. like so mad at myself.
0: Oh, it was bound to happen. <laughs>
1: Alright. You got the touch.
0: This is from Transformers the, the movie. Oh my
1: god, I don't I never the saw The
0: animated I never film it. in which spoiler <laughs> alert they killed off Optimus Prime. Yikes. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about devastating moments in kids' movies? Yeah, right? Watching Optimus die. Oh, my God. Why
1: would they do that to anybody? They did it. That's horrible.
0: This is uh, Stan Bush's The Touch, which was so popular, too, that in recent years, when Guitar Hero was still a major thing, they actually released the song as a free download because Stan Bush wanted to include it in the game so badly. Wow. Yeah. Pretty epic song, though. (laughs) Hmm. I'm surprised you didn't recognize that one.
1: I never saw that movie.
0: Oh, that's a shame. Well, <laughs> maybe you just didn't have to I, well, deal with that. Well, now I'm heartache. not gonna. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I don't need to see that.
0: Uh, the next one is much more modern. This is from 2008. This song was the 2008 Academy Award winner Ooh. for Best Original Song. The Pussycat Dolls recorded an English interpretation of it afterwards because of its popularity and the song actually contains lyrics in three different languages. Hmm. Hindi, Urdu, and Punjabi. This is from the 2008 film Slumdog Millionaire.
1: Oh, yes. I saw that movie.
0: And normally I'm not big on, like, foreign language songs, but this song's awesome. Hmm. And I forget what else was nominated. There might have been something else in the list nominated along with this song, and this one went over it, but I don't remember which one. I should have included it. But this hook in the song was so catchy and so popular, that's why the Pussycat Dolls took it and made their own version of it, and added English lyrics and everything, and it's nowhere near as good as this version. I mean, Oscar award-winning song. The next one is back in the 80s, because we love to live there. (laughs) There's a cover of this song that was included as a bonus track on Bullet for a Valentine's second album, which is a very awesome song. And if you haven't heard it, check it out. But the original comes from Rocky Four. Ooh. Do you recognize this?
1: Oh, I'll have to wait till the cars comes in. I haven't seen Rocky Four since I was little. Yeah. I've seen Rocky One about seven hundred times, but the whole series I saw when I was pretty young. Oh yeah! Oh, this is a great song. Oh yeah! Oh yeah!
0: The uh, cover is amazing too. Nice. It's really good. Robert Tepper, who I've never heard of before, <laughs> after this. <laughs> uh, no easy way out. Obviously, the name of that song. And Such
1: an 80s voice, and it's yeah. so good. Nobody sings like that anymore. No. So good.
0: And if if you're in the gym, and this is not on your playlist, oh, yeah. get the fuck out. Right. <laughs> There's an easy way you, out of the gym.
1: It's scientifically proven that you burn twice as many calories when you listen to
2: this song.
0: <laughs> There's no doubt whatsoever. That's a badass song. Yeah. I mean, the, people, when you think of iconic movie songs, you think about the Rocky theme right. and everything, too, but... That's an actual song that (laughs) works in that way. Uh, Jumping into the 90s. I believe you're a fan of this movie. This is a song that was actually written for the movie. There are probably other songs on the soundtrack that could be uh, greatly attached to it. And this is an amazing soundtrack as a whole. But this song specifically is during a huge part. You might even get it from those sounds at the beginning. Just seeing Brandon Lee Sitting in front of a mirror
1: oh. Smashing the crap
0: out of it While he's putting his makeup on
1: Yeah um, ha- When's the last time You saw this movie?
0: Uh, I watch it every few years And there are some effects That look cheesy But overall I think it still holds up
1: See I think it doesn't
2: Oh
0: I think it I does I watched it
1: recently And I was so disappointed yeah. I'm like Oh man it's the problem is It's so Whiny 90s Yeah Like so bad You're just like Alright Okay, like
0: uh... the only part that gets me as far as like, oh, that looks fake, is when he turns his hand around and he has the ball oh, hole yeah. in it. Yeah. that looks terrible.
1: It's fair. it's not just the special effects, though. It's like the whole mood is like the little kid. Ah, it's just so. See, that's
0: my teenage angst no. that still lives inside yeah, of me. see, I was it's never angsty. There.
1: I was always like, you know what, you kids just need to fucking bite your tongue <laughs> and like stand up and deal with it because being a teenager is not that hard.
0: I was the crow one year for Halloween, Yeah. and I I always hated putting makeup on my face, but yeah. I was like, I want to be the crow so bad yeah. that I did it in on yeah. that one occasion. <laughs> I didn't even have long hair or anything. I just like...
1: <laughs> no, I was disappointed when I saw that movie.
0: Oh, I love yeah. the crow. It's so good. So we were talking about me being a girl before, <laughs> and uh, this song is definitely evidence of some of that. The song peaked at number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 on August 2nd, 1986, and remained there for two weeks. It was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Song, even though it did not win. And it was covered by Newfound Glory on their 2000 album from the Screen Your Stereo. And I recently rewatched watched this movie, too. The Karate Kid Part 2
1: Oh, that's a good movie
0: In preparation Because I hadn't seen it that's And I wanted to remember How prominent this song is in it Yeah, it But is. this is I mean, it was Nominated for an Academy Award Obviously, yeah. it's attached to it Like crazy Yeah
2: This but is a good
1: one
0: I'm not big on these type of songs But this song's fucking awesome
1: Yeah <laughs> I think I I think I only like this because of the movie though. Like yeah. I don't think I would listen to this song by yeah. itself. But it is really. And this attached. is another
0: one too, where you see him just kind of like standing in a room in the video, yeah. and it's all just movie clips around yeah. him. Like I listen to this and I see Daniel Larusso yeah. standing on the the wooden, even though that's in the first movie. Right. I see him standing <laughs> on that pike and just doing the crane kick practice and everything.
1: What a good series of movies! Holy shit! Yeah. They were all good. Yeah. That was one of those where like the sequels weren't bad. They were good.
0: And I I always think too, there are parts in one and two that blend together. Like one and two really feels like one movie to me. Yeah. Even though two takes off and goes to um Okinawa. Yeah. Like it's a totally different setting. Yeah. But two starts off at the end of one. Yeah. Like he's leaving They're the karate tournament. Like that whole part with him punching the windows in the car. Yeah. I always think of that as being in one. Right. But it's in two.
1: Yeah. They're very connected. Yeah. It's very good.
0: Amazing movie. As we go into number five, I will let you start off before I do my number five.
1: Okay. So number five is, this is the Top Gun song. Everybody mm-hmm. knows. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Come on, people. Another one that's lived through pop culture. Oh, yeah. Even recently being used in the trailer for the Penguins of Madagascar. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's still coming around Yeah Yeah
1: Yeah this is a big one And it's good The yeah. video though Is terrible Yeah Oh it's it's brutal It's like The cheesiest video I didn't I couldn't watch the whole thing I had to sh- I had to shut it off Halfway through It was horrendous
0: And again 1986
1: Yeah That's amazing Yeah That's amazing What
0: the hell was it With that year
1: I don't know That's crazy Yeah That's so cool though
0: <laughs> Sounds great Yeah that's another one that has to be like on your workout playlist. Oh, yeah. It's just so badass. Absolutely. Or if, if that comes on and you're driving, you're screwed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> All of a sudden you think about yep. being in like a jet at mock, whatever. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Bad for you.
0: Uh My number five is a band that I think you're actually a bigger fan of than I am. But the song itself is awesome. I absolutely love it. It was also the theme for the follow-up TV show and also 1986 holy crap holy crap here we are oh yeah Born to be come on yeah oh <laughs> you just feel that that opening oh are you kidding me uh. and then you're like oh that's cool but then <laughs> it picks up come on that's how the whole, that, all their songs are like that. They're so good. It's so good. So good. I'm not a huge Queen fan, but uh, this fucking song. They're
1: amazing. Are you kidding me?
0: Oh, everything I mean, they this, do
1: is amazing. This
0: was the theme for Highlander the series too. Yeah. So I would hear this like snippet uh, over and over because that was one of my favorite shows growing up. Yeah. Holy crap.
2: So good.
0: Highlander was a great movie, and this just kind of accentuated the whole thing. And it, that's another movie too, like uh, the "Who Wants to Live Forever" song. Yeah, could easily also have been included because it's just as iconic from the same movie. But that's what a good soundtrack does. Like, yep. Come on, more than one. Yep. Uh, you're number four. My number four.
1: All right, so we're going back to Queen again, <laughs> and so this song obviously is this is the one I was talking about. Is a lot older than the movie, but you can't right. help think of one without the other. Oh, absolutely. I mean. Bohemian Rhapsody and Wayne's World go together like hand in hand, like cheese and crackers.
0: Right now, how much of the songs do they go through during that scene? Uh, I swear it's pretty longer than you'd think it would be. Right? Yeah,
1: it's quite a bit because they sing the whole, almost the whole thing. I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, I can see the whole yeah. scene taking <laughs> yeah. place in my brain. <laughs> and, like, right and now. the other
1: thing it does to you is, like, can you listen to this song in the car and not bang your head? No, you cannot. No, not you when can't.
0: it gets to this part, at least. No. I can see each character yeah. over accentuating his mouth <laughs> as they sing that yep. part, and then headbang right here.
1: Yeah, you can't be in a in a you know, four wheeled vehicle and not bang your head in no. song. It's, it's impossible. Happen. It's impossible. <laughs> and you do it and you do it every time and everybody in the car does it
0: every Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Every time. Absolutely.
1: And we have some more uh awkward head movements later on my number two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a weird phrase to throw. <laughs> um, this is a song that I originally wasn't sure if I was going to include, but I did because uh it's awesome. Even <laughs> Good though reason. even though it's a repeat from 1986. Oh, here's Jesus. here's a couple fun facts about this one. The song was originally supposed to be recorded by the band Toto. I love but Toto. legal conflicts between the movie producers and the band's lawyers prevented it. Brian Adams was approached to record it, but refused any involvement because he felt the film glorified war and didn't want his work linked to it. Ugh reo Speedwagon was also approached but declined when they weren't allowed to contribute any of their own work to the soundtrack so it ended up in the hands of kenny loggins
2: again
1: <laughs> nice
0: i had to keep it on there yeah, even though it was a repeat, i was yeah. like come
1: on <laughs> it's the one yeah yeah
0: <laughs> it's so fucking good yeah I'm not going to play too much of that, but. They weren't
1: even, like, at war. What the hell? What is wrong with hippies? Let's get rid of the I hippies. I don't know. Let's get rid of the goddamn hippies.
0: <laughs> the Canadians just God, wanna... damn it. <laughs> You're number three.
1: All right. Number three. This one is sort of, like, uniquely my own. I don't know. A lot of people have seen this movie, but... Um, it's from Tank Girl. And it's Devo. And this is a special version they wrote for the movie. The original Devo song sounds really, really different from this one, but... This one I just I link it so closely the beginning credits. This is during the beginning credits of yeah, the movie, I read that. Yep. which is all the comic part. Like it's showing bits from the comic. Okay. So it's an awesome opening to any film, and it's just like oh, I
0: love this. Song. So it's not only tying it to the movie for you; it's tying it to the comic. It is.
1: It like ties. It's like this is Tank Girl audibly for me. So
0: if you're reading a Tank Girl comic, when you open up the front cover, do you hear the song as you're turning it? Probably.
1: <laughs> it's very Tank Girl. I mean, it's just awesome. Yeah. This song is great. The song is great. <laughs>
0: and I, I have not even seen Tank Girl. Oh, I know. I know that probably, breaks your heart. It's but.
1: probably pretty bad. Yeah? I'm going to be honest with you. It's probably Do you probably think it's one that doesn't movie.
0: hold up, or...?
1: cause there's not like a lot of special effects or anything. It's just a really, it's a strange sense of humor mm-hmm. and you have to, it's not for normal citizens. <laughs> it's just, it's weird. I've shown it to a couple of people and I'm like, you're probably not going to like this yeah. movie, but like. Does it hold She's the tone girl. of the comic
0: very well? It does. Okay. Yeah, it does. Which is kind of wacky and. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's very different. I mean, it's another world. It's a totally different universe. It's not on our, you know, right. it's on our planet, but it's not on our planet as far as like how we live on it now. Sure. So yeah, it's a weird thing. But
0: uh, my number three was not originally going to be used as the theme song for this movie, but the references to them were so clear that they couldn't pass it up. Because it happens more than once Plus uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was friendly with the band Alright So they had to include it there It can be heard during the ending credits as well as in the early scenes with John Connor Which might already tip off to what song this <laughs> is The original script called for the Ramones song I want to be sedated to be played instead during that part But when it comes to Terminator 2 Judgment Day If you don't think about it, you could be mine Holy crap I mean at one point uh, I believe Arnold's wearing a Guns N' Roses t-shirt yeah they have the scene in the movie that people think they put in there where he has the flower case with the rose right and he drops it and he has the shotgun he has the gun in the roses right People were like, oh, they put that in the movie for this song. No, no. This song was partially chosen because of that scene in the movie, right? And they were like, "Well, we have to get Guns N' Roses," right? And the video for this song is awesome too. I
1: haven't seen the video. It has a I lot of the movie song,
0: clips though. in it. Yeah. But you also see Guns N' Roses performing on stage, and Arnold like walks in. Oh, and... maybe
1: I have seen that. I think I have actually. Yeah. yeah. This song's awesome. Oh, this is so one of my good. favorite Guns N' Roses songs. Anyway.
0: I think this is my favorite yeah. Guns N' Roses song. So good. It's so good. Yeah, Yeah. we could just sit here and listen to it. (laughs) Yeah, that's another like friggin' pump up song. Oh my god, you're number two. Number two, near the top.
1: Talking again about odd head movements in the car. (laughs) Because what other song can you not help bobbing your head towards? Oh yeah, (laughs) that's right. (laughs) This is one of my favorite movies. I've seen this movie. Really? I've seen this movie. I'm not kidding you. Oh, probably over a hundred times. Holy crap. And I'll tell you why. Because I my first job was a video store. Okay. And we had to play videos. And there was only so many we could do because they had to be kid friendly. Sure. So I did have to fast forward the sex scene. <laughs> but other than that, I watched this this movie almost every time I worked. Wow. Um, This Beetlejuice... And unfortunately, Never Been Kissed with Drew Barrymore, Ooh. because that was the girl I worked with's choice. We each oh, got to pick a movie. Okay. So I've seen that and um, Ever After with Drew Barrymore, like uh, like over a
0: hundred times. Ever After was not horrible.
1: No. Never Been Kissed was horrible.
0: I never saw it. <laughs> it was bad. I never saw but, I Never Been Kissed.
1: But this song, I mean, come on. You're in the car, you're listening to that song, you're bobbing your head like an idiot. Yeah. Have you ever seen the skit when they were on Saturday Night Live doing it? Oh, with, absolutely. With Jim Carrey? Yes. That was the best one. Yes. He fit in so well he with the really two. It was, and he exaggerates
0: run. it even more than know, they do. I know, it's crazy. it's
1: amazing. That's a
0: movie I feel like I need to go back and watch because oh, the first time around so I was just good. like, eh.
1: "It's so the talk about quotability." Yeah. I mean, I can quote that movie. I've heard big, quotes it's from it, like crazy. So yeah. funny, yeah. and the, and there's other songs that are really good, like those same '80s club songs. Sure. So the soundtrack is is really good. Anyway, it's like very nostalgic, but yeah. that song obviously, you know, is the crown.
0: And that one goes beyond even the movie. I mean, it started off on SNL and then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Tied in. So I mean, but it's associated
0: about, with those characters right, and then the movie. And then, right. yeah. Those
1: absolutely. are very solidly fused. <laughs> oh,
0: 100%. 100%. So back to me being a girl. My number two is definitely girl quality. This song spent seven weeks at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 in the US That's and 16 consecutive weeks at number one on the UK Singles Chart, which is the longest in British chart history. Whoa. The single sold more than 15 million copies worldwide, making it one of the best-selling singles of all time. It won a Grammy Award for Best Song Written Specifically for a Motion Picture or Television and was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Song – But it lost. After all that, like, success, it lost... Screw
1: the Academy!
0: (laughs) ...to Beauty and the Beast. I'm not that surprised. But I submit to you, from 1991, possibly the greatest love song of all time. From Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, (laughs) 1991 brian adams everything i do i do it for you i'm such a cheese ball aren't i <laughs> <laughs>
1: just shaking my head sadly oh, this is his number two people his number two remember this my, my number,
0: number
1: two, two. <laughs> I, mine was cool
0: this i don't know there's such emotion in this song
1: Brian Adams could sing the alphabet and it would be emotional. <laughs> I know.
0: I love him. He's great.
2: <laughs> oh, man. So
0: good. Oh, I love that song. See, I always felt like that would be like my wedding song. Oh,
1: my God. I
0: know it's cheesy as fuck <laughs> and I don't give a shit. Do not care. All right. It's time for the big, big reveals. All righty. Number one.
1: This This woman... Has made an appearance in one of my other lists, if you recall, uh, my soundtrack list. Oh, on, that's right. And from the same movie.
0: Yeah. Now the
1: one on my soundtrack list I actually like better. Okay. Um, but this song is much more iconic because it actually has the name of the movie in the song.
0: Oh, that's right, it does. It does.
1: My Tina. I want to be just like Tina. <laughs>
0: And it's hard to argue that this is not one of the not just even on your favorite list, right. but as far as iconic songs from movies, yeah, this is up there. Oh yeah, even if it was an objective list,
1: absolutely.
0: It is funny too, though. Like, it is a good song, but it dates itself. With those like it little does. little bells. Like, I would love to hear a rock version of yeah. this covered now.
1: But Tina would start to sing it. And she's that's still fine.
0: That's fine. But then have like disturbed play the actual music right. part of it.
1: <laughs> right. It would
0: be fucking awesome. Right. It really would be. Yeah.
1: I think that's why I like One of the Living better, is it's slightly less dated. Sure. It's um again, it's from the same movie, but I like that song better because I think it holds up a little better. But this one obviously is the theme song from the movie.
0: Now I'm not super familiar with that soundtrack, but is that one where Tina Turner is kind of like the dominant force? And does the I whole soundtrack? Or? I,
1: we had that soundtrack when I was a kid on record. Okay. Another wow. thing, another thing you had to flip over, children. Um, yeah, we had that record when I was a little, little, little kid. It's probably still at my mom's house, but I'm not that familiar with okay. the whole album. I just know those two songs I have on my head. Just iPhone. play
0: those over and over again. Move the one needle One of the back. living, one of the
1: living <laughs> is like one of my favorite songs ever. Like it's one of those songs that we talk about, like when you're on your iPhone or your iPod and you just like, Hate every song on your iPod, and you just like flip through, and you're like, I don't want to yeah. wanna listen to that. I don't want to listen to that. I don't. I listen to One of the Living every time because yeah. it's just one of my favorite songs. But I like <laughs> Thunderdome's awesome too. I love Tina.
0: I should probably see those movies. At Tina's the
1: best. Yeah, you should. They're definitely worth it.
0: All right, my number one was also nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Song. It is from a 1985 movie, so it just missed the big year. <laughs> But to say this is not one of those songs that you would think of being from a movie as iconic, whether it's one you like or not, you can't refute the iconicness of it.
1: Oh, yeah. Come on. Come on, people. Come on. This is this is a good number one.
0: Uh, it appears early in the movie as Marty McFly skateboards to school, and then later when his band plays a version for a Battle of the Bands audition.
1: It's on his uh, radio, too. His,
0: yes. His alarm clock. And... Huey Lewis himself appears in the scene as the judge that tells Marty's band that they are just too darn loud. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> and I've heard from multiple sources that Huey Lewis is like the coolest fucking guy. Yeah. But this song, oh my god.
1: Oh, so good. Oh. Mike and I have the um, the Kit Kat clock. Yes. The cat, and I want I seriously seriously want to collect them and put them all over my house. Oh, yeah I want to have like a hundred clocks moving I think house.
0: I think the alarm clock scene that you're thinking of is actually in part two oh, is it because this song it became so iconic that they actually fit it into all three movies yeah you're probably at right. some point
1: yeah you're probably right like
0: I don't know where it is in part three
1: yeah
0: but it's also in there yeah I mean it's the west <laughs> how did they fit it in but it's in there yeah so fucking good so
1: good Funny little thing about this song, um... When we were little Okay This is gonna make me feel So old okay. but, you're, but you're gonna be Right on board with me Because you're older than I am
0: So <laughs> Not so, much So yeah. When your
1: family First got a video recorder Yes right, Oh yeah Did you not just spend hours Doing stupid things In front of the camera Uh yeah Did you do the box trick With your family With your siblings You Where you get a box And you have one kid Get in the box And then you pause it And then you have them get out And then you put it back on And have the So it looks like All three kids are in the box No And then all three kids Get out of the box You know like Because our masterful, masterful editing capabilities. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. because
0: you have to edit with the camera itself (laughs) as you're going. Right.
1: So we, what we also did, we did videos of us lip syncing.
2: Nice. So
1: my brother totally did that song. So not only is it amazing, but it reminds me of my brother when he was like. 12 so my like skinny little brother wearing like a bandana and sunglasses and 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 lip syncing to this song in front of the camera
0: i don't know if this is necessarily a song that we did but we, we had those constructs like those long like pipe almost buildables they were like duplos or legos or something but they're giant plastic pipes right and we would we built like a mic stand and a guitar and a drum set (laughs) and we would record ourselves being a band yeah i remember when uh we got in like middle school or something maybe we we went over my brother's friend's house uh my brother's friend's chris yeah whatever we went over his house (laughs) and we used to uh turn on the radio or put a tape in or whatever. And we would pretend we were a rock band and do that too. Not even recording it. Yeah. Just <laughs> pretending we're a rock band to nobody. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was like our guns and roses Metallica nice. era. And I remember doing, you could be mine nice. constantly nice, because it was around that time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My brother did power. Love my sister did. Uh, I want to dance with somebody by Whitney yep. Houston. Yep. And I was like five. was really <laughs> little. So I did a gem song off nice. of one of my gem
0: tapes. Nice. And the
1: other thing we did, my brother, we did like stop motion. Only it took so long because he had to pause the fucking camera right. and then start it back up, and so there's these big black gaps like in between. <laughs> but we we did a, a stop motion of my brother's rancor toy, like oh walking god. across the living room floor. That's so great. We were so brilliant
2: <laughs> with
1: our with our video editing, filmmakers. Yeah, yeah, but like, oh my god, hours we spent making the stupidest videos ever. But yeah, so power love totally. I just picture my brother in that red bandana and sunglasses. <laughs> yeah rocking out. He had like one of those tiny little 80s microphones yep. like with the flat top oh, yeah. on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Absolutely. Good times. Those are our top choices for the uh, most iconic songs associated with movies. If we missed any, feel free to let us know. You can head on over to the uh find this episode posting and in the comments below, let us know some of yours uh and tell us any that we might have missed or if you just agree with our choices. I doubt anybody agrees 100% with what we choose. <laughs> we probably forgot about some major, major stuff. But as we uh, do sign off here, is there anything you would like to say in final thought or something you would like to plug? Nah. Alrighty. For anything else that we do, head on over to TheGeekGeneration.com. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. You can like us at Facebook.com slash TheGeekGeneration. Follow us at GeekGeneration on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at thenightangel. Support the show by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash support. You can send emails with feedback, questions, comments to podcast at thegeekgeneration dot com, and as always the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. This was a fun one. It was good. Really like this episode. Have, gonna,
1: we have so many plans, people, too. We do. TV show
2: themes.
0: Oh, so much oh, stuff so we have many to plans. get to. So, so many, many plans. plans. <laughs> and we will get to those in future episodes. So until then, we are signing off. Thank you for listening. And we will see you later.
2: Make it so.